live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. We are locked and loaded on Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end, destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Hello, America. Hello, LFA family. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are locked and loaded right here on LFA TV, Live from America. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting, as always, from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire. Thank you. For allowing me to do this job for you. Thank you for giving me your trust. Thank you for being here with me every day, Monday through Friday, 11 and 5 p.m. Eastern time. It truly is a blessing to see all your names every day, to read your comments. But I don't know if you guys noticed it. I don't know if you know this or not, but today was so last week we got to see the end of Nancy Pelosi, at least as a leadership role. And I'm sure she'll I don't even know if she'll finish out her term. She may. Who knows? Who cares? Um. But now we get to see the end of Dr. Fauci, Dr. Tony the Ratface Fauci, Tony Gain of Function Fauci. You know, he comes on there and he gets up there and he tells you everything that you need to know in order to make sure that you are safe for your holiday season. And if anybody comes over, make sure they're vaccinated and make sure that they are boosted, okay, and make sure that everybody is taking the proper precautions in order to make sure that we mitigate the spreading of the COVID-19 virus. Okay, yes, we get it, Tony Fauci. It was fun to have you here. It was fun to make fun of you. Uh, I'll tell you the same thing as I told Nancy Pelosi. Don't go too far and preserve your documents. Anyway, I'm going to show you a couple of videos as we get started here today. The first one I'm actually going to show you, I, I loved it. I loved it. It is about time that the press starts holding the garbage pail kid of the White House, mean Jean Karine Pierre. It, it, it is, it, it's high time that the media start holding her accountable, not only for her illiteracy, but also her ignorance and uh, her, her clear uh, lack of respect for the American citizen and the information that we so rightly deserve, Okay. combination of Fauci and Bernie. I know, right? I know. I don't sound exactly like him. I can't do it exactly because I'm not a loser like him. Anyway, folks, uh, watch this as the chaos erupts in in the White House press secretary room as Mean Jean Corrine Pierre cannot stop people from talking and she does not like it because she is the king. Hold on, go ahead, Alex. Wait, I did not call on you, Stephen. Go ahead, Alex, you're next. Only 13% of... Hold on one second. We have a process here. I'm not calling out on people who yell. We don't have to. And you're being, you're, being, you're being disrespectful to your colleagues, and you're being disrespectful to our guests. I will not call on you if you yell. This and also, you're house. taking time off the clock, because Dr. Fauci has to leave in a couple of minutes. I, I'm done. I'm not, going, I'm not getting into a back and forth with you. Go ahead, Jeremy. Who cares? Dr. Fauci, um, but, but she's only, only 30 good questions. Go ahead, Jeremy. Ahead, Jeremy. Ahead, Jeremy. Ahead, Jeremy. You asked your question. You should allow her to answer. Jeremy, I'm right here. It is not, it is not your turn. It is not your turn. You can't read the press briefing. You need to call from people across the room. She has a valid question. She's asking about the origin of COVID. I hear the question. And I don't care. I, I hear your question, but we're not doing this the way you want it. 
This is the disrespect of. It is. I'm done. Simon, I'm done. I'm Simon, I'm done. I'm done with you right now. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> mean Jean, Kareen, Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House. She can't keep order in that press secretary room. I wonder why. wonder why she can't keep order. Probably because nobody respects you. The, the issue. You're talking about having respect. Nobody respects you, Mean Jean, Kareen. What are you talking about? So upset, so mad, so angry is old mean Jean Kareen Pierre, the garbage pail kid of the White House, acting like she's a king or a queen. This is not the way things are going to go. I'm in charge here. No, you're not. No, you're not. This is the people's house. You don't get to control what goes on there. Sorry to say that, but you don't. Actually, I'm not sorry. Uh, I noticed that she was like, Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly what it would sound like if I was there. I would never, ever, ever allow anybody to get a question in until my question was answered properly. And I, it's nice to finally see. It really is nice to finally say, okay, let's go to this next video where Tony Fauci says everybody should be vaccinated and everybody should be boosted at your Thanksgiving while he's on his way out at his last address to anybody about anything because, you know, he was an expert who got everything wrong all the way back to AIDS. Check this out. COVID and mask wearing. We're not talking about mask wearing in this moment. Masks Look at her with her mask on. Masks have become a pejorative in some parts of this nation. <laughs> Can you talk about the importance of mask wearing as you're worried about the holidays and people gathering together? And then on the gatherings for Thanksgiving and Christmas, what do you recommend for families who may have some who boosted and may have some who are not boosted, may have some who have not had a vaccine at all? Well, I think your first and second question are related because... Because, what it really tells you is that we have multiple interventions and multiple actions we can take to protect ourselves. So there's a whole spectrum. Masking is one of them. Now, we're not talking about requirements or mandating. We're talking about if you're in a situation and each individual person evaluates their own risk and that of the risk of their family members, for example, like a person who's 25-year-old living alone versus someone who has a elderly parent or grandparent or someone is immune compromised, first of all, everybody should be vaccinated and boosted with flu and with COVID. Whether or not you wear a mask or another thing we shouldn't underestimate is testing. So when we're gathering at a family gathering for Thanksgiving or for Christmas or for any other holiday as we get into the winter, it makes sense that you might want to get a test that day before you come into a place in which you might be infected and spread it, or other people who might be there in order to protect. So there's, masking is important, but you can count masking, vaccine, boosting, testing. All of that is part of the spectrum of protecting yourself and your family. But what do you say about the word mask now being a pejorative in some communities? No, it shouldn't be. I mean, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I know sometimes when you walk in and you have a mask and nobody has a mask, you kind of feel guilty. You shouldn't feel guilty. You look terrific. (laughs) (laughs) You look terrific, he says to the only loser in the room with a mask on, trying to virtue signal while she gets a question out. There he is, ladies and gentlemen, the walk of shame for Tony Master Splinter the Rat Face Fauci. You've been wrong since 1975. You've been a loser since 1976. You're even more of a loser now. Preserve your documents and don't go very far because we're opening up investigations into you and the origins of COVID-19. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, it's nice to see an idiot leave, isn't it? I mean, more idiots are always to follow, but it is nice to see an idiot leave. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's pull up that uh, rumble chat. It's always nice to pull up the Rumble chat for all those who watch on like uh, Roku or Fire Stick, uh, or maybe you're watching on True Social since they can watch right there. They just can't engage in anything. There it is right there. You look wonderful with that mask on because she would look ugly without it. <laughs> oh, Matt, somebody's mad I'm insulting Master Splinter. That's a good point. That's a good point. Pardon me. Hold on. What's that? Can we go back? Let's go back there. What did that say? Somebody said, oh, pardon me, but kiss my fat white butt, Fauci. (laughs) That's great. Oh, no, just through (laughs) Master Splinter. Matt just yelled at you. (laughs) Sorry, Vicky. Uh, Bye-bye, says Evie. Yes, exactly. 
I ordered my first tub of Field the Greens. Well, that's great. That's great. That uh, that that thirty five percent off or thirty percent off. That's a huge. Um, that is a huge uh, discount. So I can't find LFA on my laptop on Rumble. None other. None of other LFA eleven twenty two episodes are there. Well, that seems odd to me. Try a different browser and try a different device. Sometimes it takes a while for uh, for data on your cache uh, and, and, and within your cookies and all that crap. So anyway, I want to go right now and thank some of the uh, online donors here on JeremyHerald.com. We certainly spend enough time talking about our sponsors, and they don't even come close to how much you guys actually fund this show. So Lewis Kreps, God bless you. Thank you. Kathy Witt, thank you very much. Patricia Watson, thank you very much. Rich and Doris England, God bless you and thank you for your monthly donation. Ann Brink, we love Ann Brink. I hope she's doing well. Scotty, I heard, got a new job as well, so that's always great. Vicki Slocum, thank you so much. Dave Wakefield, Lisa Smith, God bless you both and thank you. Patty Ganame, she's right there. She's the one that said, kiss my big fat white butt, I think. Anyway, Patty, God bless you and thank you for your $15 monthly donation. It's very much appreciated. Ellen Sanford, thank you. Chris Uselton, thank you so much. Vicki Schaefer, always in the comment thread. Her $20 a month is very, very much appreciated, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a few more here. Karen DeBello, Jean Bagnell-Thomas, Leisha Wyatt, Stacy Cassidy, and Sandra Podolsky. Thank you very much for your kind and generous donations here on LFA. Live from America, because without you, we do not exist, and it's just that simple. Without your donations, we do not exist, period. We actually had to bring in sponsors to make up what we, are, what we don't have in donations anymore. And hopefully that doesn't continue to go that way. Hopefully it goes the other way. It's under LFA TV on Rumble, said Script Doll. Well, there you go. LFA TV on Rumble. Or you can just go to my website or LFATV.us and you can click over as well. Okay? All right, here we go. You may be feeling cramped in your current situation, but your salvation is an ever-expanding gift. My spirit lives inside you, and he is always working to sanctify you, making you more like me. This is an inner expansion, and it will continue until I call you home to my glory. 2 Samuel 22.20 He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. And folks, I do want to encourage you that whenever you do get the chance or the opportunity Please go back, grab these verses, and go look them up and read them, okay? Read them in their context. It's great. Revelation 21, 3 through 4. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And God will wipe away every tear from their eye. There shall be no more death, no sor- nor sorrow, nor crying, there shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. And before you turn out the light, write this on your heart. If you belong to me, then you are in a spacious place of salvation. Would you rather be in a safe space here on earth, or would you rather be in a place of salvation in heaven? I know where I'd rather be. I know where I'd rather be. Lindy says, where's all the getter gang? Come on over to Rumble. Where's all the Getter gang, she says. I love my Getter. Getter and Rumble, those are my two favorite. I've actually been, if you guys want to see something, let me go to True Social real quick, okay? Let me go to my True Social real quick. I want to show you guys something. I told you I would show you this earlier. I'm going to show it to you right now before we get to our prayer, okay? Our Lord's Prayer. So I posted this on True Social. Can we just go to this? Let's just go to side-by-side full screen. Maybe people will be able to read it. I posted this on True Social. Republican leadership is weak. Democrats are cheaters. Drag queens are gross groomers. Fox News is garbage. Newsmax wants to be Fox. America is becoming Europe. (coughs) Excuse me. Gay people need attention just to live. Men are women. Women are men. And we the people are pissed. Read truth if you dare. I want to show you guys something. This is on True Social. There it is. Content under review. This is called censorship on True Social. This is why it's not one of my favorite platforms. Getter is. So I scroll up here and I reposted this screenshot of the content under review. 
and the screenshot of what I posted. Now, this did not get flagged. And I said, here we go again. Hey, Devin Nunes, this is now the second time in 45 days that this has happened on this free speech platform. You censor me more than any other platform I have. Strike two. That's why I said Getter is my main social media platform. And Rumble is where we broadcast and where we're going to be safe forever. Okay? Scotty says, so the Ninth Circuit says Arizona has standing, but what will be actually done about it? Well, have you, Scotty, I hope you've been paying attention every day. I don't know if your new job is not, has kept you away, but five counties are now not decertifying. So there's one thing. There's definitely one thing. But yeah, True Social, I don't know. I'm still, I'm going to stick it out. Uh, but the problem with True Social is, is um, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know what it is that they're doing it for, but it's not my cup of tea. That's strike two. And I know that President Trump owns it. President Trump doesn't have anything to do with the, with the company day to day. Devin Nunes and others do. So I'm just letting you know, second time in 45 days that I have been su- censored on Truth Social. Not a lot of truth there, is there? Anyway, here we go, folks. Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Oh yeah, I love Telegram too, don't get me wrong. Telegram is just bot central though. Telegram is bot central and uh, a lot of conspiracy. Well, I wouldn't even say conspiracy. Just a lot of stuff on Telegram. I love Telegram. I'll be, us- I'll be utilizing Telegram uh, again like we did Coffee Talk Tuesdays when we do the Rise Up Coffee uh, or Rise Up podcast in the mornings uh, on here on LFA. So, and then I'll have people call in just like we did with, with uh, Telegram Coffee Talk Tuesdays. I love Telegram too. Telegram, Rumble, Getter. There's where you're going to find me. Never Facebook, never Twitter, never YouTube. Not happening. Never going back. All right, folks, here we go. First and foremost section, lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the night. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Somebody said, that's weird, Jeremy. I usually share your program there. Yeah, they're not, they're not uh, censoring my program. They're censoring things that I post. It's the second time now in 45 days, just so you know. All right, here we go. Remember when they told us that the reason... That most of the courts, Scotty, pay attention real close, okay? Because we're going to get into this. That most of the courts would not hear the fraud of the election of 2020 because of standing, right? Nobody could prove that it affected them personally, especially not in hindsight, all right? This is something that they told us that you must catch either before or during the election. No going back and he said, she said, okay? This is something that you are to document before the certification, and if you can document it with affidavits and with testimony, then what? Then you would have standing, right? That's what they told us. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we did. We did exactly what they said to do. And ahead of the Cary Lake appeals that are going on right now, we got a huge ruling from the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals that, exact, that tells us exactly what we can expect to hear when Carrie Lake takes the, goes all the way through court with this, and as of right now, five uh, counties are not certifying. So let's get into this. Last month, Gateway and others reported on a crucial Georgia Supreme Court ruling that gave standing to the voters in Georgia with, without individualized injury to bring suit in the state. Justice Peterson of the Georgia Supreme Court, I'll, I'll, I'll circle back to Arizona, don't worry, said this, to that end, only plaintiffs with a cognizable injury can bring a suit in Georgia courts, unlike federal law. However, that injury need not always be individualized. Sometimes it can be generalized grievance shared by community members, especially other residents, taxpayers, voters, and citizens. The ruling would give standing back to the voter GA, if you guys know, uh, um, Garland Favorito, he's been on the show before. The ruling would give standing back to VoterGA.org in their ongoing efforts to unseal the 2020 election ballots in Fulton County. 
Okay, if you guys all remember that. Fast forward to November 21st of this year, which is just yesterday, and we now have a federal ruling that gives standing to, quote, recent and future congressional candidates to challenge the constitutionality of California's election laws, regulations, policies, and procedures, according to an article by Globe Newswire. The Ninth Circuit Court has ruled that Election Integrity Project California EIPCA, James Bradley, U.S. candidate, um, lead plaintiff, and recent and future congressional candidates, have standing to challenge the constitutionality of California's election laws, regulations, policies, and procedures that have weakened or removed integrity from the election process. Though the Constitution gives authority to state legislators to pass laws to manage elections and process ballots, EIPCA asserts they do not have carte blanche authority to pass laws that diminish the value of lawful cast ballots. Okay? The decision demanded that the lawsuit to the lower court for discovery, which is the next phase of the litigation. Quote, this lawsuit is monumental because it is the first challenge to the challenge. It's the first to challenge the constitutionality of California's election laws and procedures. And we are the first to get past the standing issue, says Mariah Gondero, the lead attorney who works for Advocates for Faith and Freedom. She says, if we win California, we will be required to enforce secure and uniform vote casting and vote counting procedures. Okay, now we're going to not only does this case rejuvenate the EIPCA's effort to clean up California's corrupt election law, but it may give standing to other candidates nationwide who challenge election laws based on the ruling of the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Lake versus Hobbs, for example, is pending appeal in the very same Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. This is why I had to bring it all back full circle. The case was dismissed in August of 2022 for lack of standing because they they have articulated only conjectural allegations of potential injuries that are in any event barred by the 11th Amendment and seek relief that the court cannot grant under the personal principle. Now, fast forward to the 2022 general election ripe with widespread machine failure and or manipulation. And it seems that Lake versus Hobbs case may be may have been rather significant in ensuring the election was safe and fair. Hopefully the Lake campaign is given a fair opportunity to make their case finally in a court of law with the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals where it, where it will lie. And the EIP has raised grave concerns with Nevada's voter lists as well. So I know that was a lot to uncover and unpack, and we're going to bring it all for full circle to just tell you this. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeal has already made a ruling on standing, and it all came from Georgia, and then it went to California, and now it's here in Arizona. Same stuff, same kind of case, and the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals has already said where they stand on this. And they're going to give standing when this makes it to them to all of these people who are disenfranchised on the day of voting. And the great thing about Carrie Lake is she was smart enough to get all of their video testimonies and just put them out by the hundreds. All of these people have standing, every single one of them. And, and we did exactly what they said we should have done in 2020. So I just wanted to show you that there's hope in the state of Arizona if it goes to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. We already know where they stand on that. That's good news. Share it with your friends. Okay. Now we've got to go to another massive corrupt swing state, which is Pennsylvania. Now we know that they, were, uh, that they filed lawsuits in Pennsylvania based on the fact that they took them to a closed building that was closed down. They kept them there for six hours on election day. Well, yesterday in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, a nine-hour hearing was held after officials took a detour from counting centers into a closed building for six hours on election day. Now, I... I, I pretty sure all of you already know this, but just in case you didn't know this or you don't know this, didn't hear about this, I should say, let me kind of bring it full circle to where we are here. Pennsylvania election observers filed a complaint against the Delaware County Board of Elections after the county officials took a detour on election night with the county's ballots and their uh, V drives into a closed building for six hours. Poll watchers were prevented from entering the building at that time. The county also deleted 194 voter registrations that were deleted after election day whose ballots were counted. Here are several allegations that they filed in a complaint last week in Delaware County. 
Number one, by mailing official ballots to unverified voters, a fact that defendants have already admitted in court. Number two, by deleting at least 2,778 records of requests for mail-in ballots. Number three, by deleting after election day at least 194 voter registration records of individuals whose mail-in ballots were counted in the vote totals. And number four, by permitting a partisan third party to control uh, and tabulate mail-in ballots. And last but not least, by uh, adultering the chain of custody by detouring the election night journey of the county's physical ballots and V-drives for six hours into a closed building where poll watchers were prohibited from entering before continuing to deliver the centralized counting center at the Wharf building in Chester. Now, that nine-hour hearing was held yesterday in Delaware County. Bill Lawrence reported on the nine-hour hearing um, in front of a judge. The nine-hour hearing was in front of a judge by the name of Barry Dozor on the election abnormalities, okay? And basically, uh, it's, he, uh, uh, there's a bunch of stuff here about what he is... Uh, reporting that I basically already read for you. These claims were generally and reasonably explained by the county during the course of the day, but other troubling points were brought up. Judge Dozer, who deserves great praise, is expected to rule sometime today. I don't know if he's already made the ruling or not. Miss, uh, Miss Hoops and Stenstrom were certified poll watchers while Miss Messino was the Republican candidate for the 165th district in the state house. They represented themselves Attorneys are notably reluctant to take voter fraud cases in Delco for fear of repercussions. Deborah Silver, a previous attorney for Mrs. Hoops and Stenstrom, faced an attempt to disbar her, which reportedly cost her $20,000 to beat. So these people had to go in and they had to fight it alone. Long story short, folks, we do not know what this ruling is, but please, please, please keep Arizona, keep Pennsylvania in your prayers that we can finally, once and for all, before the 2024 presidential election, get to the bottom of everything and over the next two years, change everything and hold them accountable. And if not, then we'll, we have a plan in place to play the ballot game as well and beat them at their own game. What we really got to make sure that we don't do or allow is ranked choice voting in any of these next sessions over the next, over 2023 or 2024, no ranked choice voting for any state. That is what we've got to fight next. Let's get ahead of that game. You know that's coming. I know that's coming. Ranked choice voting will be how they take theft to the next level. They know that we know the ballot game. They know they can't win at the Dropbox game. That's why they do the mail-in ballots and the disenfranchisement. That won't happen again. I'm telling you, while we're fighting all of that, they're going to say, okay, play the ballot game. Go ahead. We're just going to have ranked choice voting and we're going to pass it. Get ahead of that now. Get ahead of the... um. The RCV stuff now, do not become Alaska, do not become Maine, do not allow this to happen in your state at all costs. Ranked choice voting, ladies and gentlemen, that will be the next way they cheat. Guaranteed. I'll guarantee it right now. That's what they're all about. All right. Let's take a quick break. Grab yourself a cup of coffee or a sip of your coffee. Let's take a breather and let's focus on our sponsor, Consumer Tax Advocate. It's really not a sponsor. It's really just a partnership that I have with these people to help you, send you there to help you. I'm not getting compensation by the money that you're getting, uh, that you are owed by the government for what they did to your business during COVID. I'm not getting money for that, okay? Just like Tim with Insurity Financial Services, we're trying to bring you actual stuff that's going to help you through these tough times, okay? Tim is a sponsor, but also he says, hey, we got to get these people so they can get a, a better Medicare plan and not have strangers signing them up for a, a plan that's going to cost them an arm and a leg and give them nothing. These guys are just like, look, all this money is available for any business, any 501c3, or any church that was either forced to shut down or stayed open with W-2 employees during the time of COVID. Up to $26,000 per employee that you had if you had W-2 employee, W-2 employees. So just go to covidtaxrelief.org. There's already LFA family members who've benefited. It's not a scam, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody should know that already by now anyway. covidtaxrelief.org, okay? All right, how we doing, Eli? Where are we at? 3,500 here watching on Rumble. We've got just shy of 1,000 Rumbles. I will ask you, if you're just joining in and you've not liked this video, Whichever device you're watching it on, please like it. It's either a thumbs up, a plus sign, or, or a boxing glove. Give us a like. 
Follow us. Subscribe to this page. We have daily shows Monday through Friday at 9, 10, 11, 12, and 1 p.m. And again at 5 p.m. every single day. LFA TV. Tell your friends about it. And also download our app on Google and Apple. LFA Space TV. Okay. Let me take a drink of my coffee here. All right. Let's get into some good news. All right. I think we got some good news to get into. Let's get into that. We're going to... um. <laughs> We're going to circle back to Jen Psaki because I don't know if you guys know this, but right now the state of Louisiana, the state of Missouri, and the Gateway Pundit, they have a, um, they have a lawsuit against the federal government for all of the uh, collusion that's been going on with big tech and our federal government to silence conservatives and to tip the scales of elections. Okay, We've already had the judge rule in our favor on pretty much everything since this case has started. Last week, Jen Psaki, former White House press secretary, who is now being circled back, she requested that she does not have to testify under oath and should not have to get a subpoena for any of this because of blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring this up here. The judge says former White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki must answer questions under oath. Psaki, who now works for MSNBC, is, uh, isn't facing an undue burden. U.S. District Judge uh, Terry Dowdy, a Trump appointee, wrote in a seven-page ruling. He says in October, or in October, excuse me, uh, Dowdy ordered uh, Psaki and other former and current Biden administration officials to answer questions under oath because evidence has been put forth indicating they colluded with big tech firms to censor all of us. That's why I'm not on Facebook anymore. That's why I'm not on YouTube. That's why I'm not on Twitter, even though I was never there anyway. Plaintiffs in the case said that Psaki's public statements about the administration's pressuring Facebook and other companies to crack down on supposed disinformation and misinformation and to ban users showed that she had personal knowledge about the communications between officials and big tech executives. And Dowdy agreed, finding the plaintiffs have proven that Jen Psaki has personal knowledge about the issues concerning censorship across social media as it related to COVID-19 and other issues like the election, ladies and gentlemen. So now circle back, Saki will be circling her freckled face right back into court under oath and will be deposed. And I am so, so happy about that. I'm so happy. I don't like the fact that justice takes forever to administer. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that you and I fight 24 hours a day and we come on this show to give updates of our battle every single day and every single day, We walk away a little bit better than we were the day before, but we don't see anything massive happening. Well, we did last week, didn't we? How many great things happened last week? So what we got to understand as as an LFA family is that our wins, we eke towards our wins. And then all of a sudden we get an an overfloweth. That's, That's what God does, right? God overfloweth your cup. So it fills and it fills and it fills and it fills and it fills. And we don't really take time to count our blessings and count our wins. And it fills and it fills and it fills. And then boom, it overflows. And we get a ton of wins and we go, yay. And then we start fighting again. This is one of those wins. This is going to be the beginning of the end for section 230 that protects these big tech companies. Mark my words. And big shout out to Jim and Joe Hoft. Big shout out to the attorney generals in Missouri and Louisiana. You guys are killing it. And we support you. And we love you. Moving on. Somebody else we got to love is Representative James Comer. James Comer is not playing. He will be the new chairman of the House Oversight Committee. And since he's going to be the new chairman of the uh, House Oversight Committee, uh, he was asked about Mar-a-Lago and the raid and the, the documents and all of this stuff. I love this guy. I want to get him on the show so bad. Since he's set to take over the House Oversight and Reform Committee, he was asked about Mar-a-Lago. CNN asked him, if the, if the raid on Mar-a-Lago or the substance of the raid or the findings of the raid would be a priority. Well, Representative James Comer uh, out of Kentucky, who is on track to become the chairman, said that the documents seized at the, um, by the FBI at Mar-a-Lago and the, the raid that they administered on President Trump 
will not be a priority, he told CNN in an interview, will not be a priority, just waiting to see what comes out of it. So if the House Reform Committee and the Oversight Committee are not going to fund any kind of uh, investigations into Trump, and they're going to restructure and retool the January 6th investigative committee, and we're going to go all over that and bring Nancy Pelosi under oath, bring her stretchy face, vodka-soaked teeth back up under oath. Imagine how little we're going to hear about Mar-a-Lago. I mean, we don't hear about it now. We don't hear about it now. The only reason we heard about it is because Merrick Garden Gnome Garland came out last week and said, I'm appointing this new guy and this new loser prosecutor, and he's going to do absolutely nothing. I want to take you back to that day real quick. I noticed something today. Do you remember just the other day after President Trump said he was going to run for president and Merrick Garland came out and said, I think it's in the best interest that I put up a new prosecutor for this. I want to go back to that day and I want you to hear exactly what he said. I don't have it pulled up, but he said this. In light of the fact that the former president has made his um, announcement that he is running for president. And because the current residing president has also said that he's going to run for president, I think it's best that we get a special prosecutor to investigate crimes made by Donald Trump that we were already investigating with Mar-a-Lago and all this. Think about that statement. I wasn't going to do this, but since the former president came out and said he was going to run for president, I'm going to do this. They're telling you their blatant bias weaponization plan right out in the open. I'm not saying that. Merrick Garland said that. Since the former president has announced his plans to run for president and the current president, the residing president right now, is also uh, made um, statements towards running for president, then I am going to do this now. I wasn't going to do this, but now I'm going to do this. Why? Why? Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Anybody who says it's not a political move, you don't have to take my word for it. You don't have to take Steve Bannon's word for it. You don't have to take anybody else's word for it. Mike Crispy's, Anna Perez's, Sean Farish's. No, 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 no. All you got to do is listen to their own words because they tell you every time. In the light of this, since this happened, I am going to appoint a special prosecutor. What the hell are you talking about? You are literally telling us your politically motivated bias move right there. And nobody heard that. Nobody heard that. Nobody made a big deal about that. Why? Why? You told us what you were going to do because of something happened. That is cause and effect. There was a cause and you were the effect. Unbelievable. Uh, the effect, I mean. Unbelievable. These people are right out in the open doing what they told us. But thank God for James Comer said, this is not going to be a priority. We're not going to fund this kind of crap. Not going to happen. So we're going to say thank God for Representative James Comer. I, did I say Comey? <laughs> oh, no. Not James Comey. James Comer. Ladies and gentlemen, James Comey. We don't want that guy around. That's for sure. All right. We're going to move on. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you caught that, Wilson. W. Wilson, I'm glad you caught that. Terry said I heard it, too. There you go. I'm so glad you guys caught that stuff. All right. We're going to move on here. Remember last week when I told you about the uh, traitor Rhino Republicans that voted in the Senate with the Democrats to massively tip the scales about codifying gay marriage, basically, in through, uh, into law so that we could never do anything about it. And I told you the worst thing about that is the fact that, well, A, the worst thing about it, I guess, is they are destroying the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman. And we know that was given to us by Yahweh, God in heaven, the Lord of all and Father of Jesus Christ. I think the second worst thing about it is what they're going to be able to do to anybody who doesn't embrace it. Now, I told you that they would take away 501c3 statuses from any Christian church that did not marry a gay couple. So you see the plan here, right? See the plan here. They're going to pass this into law. This is what they want to do. And then these, they're going to send massive amounts of gay people out to Christian churches to get married knowing that these Christian churches are going to turn them down just so they can yank their 501c3 status and then charge them with a crime. This is how they get rid of Christianity in one big swoop because of gayness. Don't like it? I don't care. I don't, I don't care if you're gay or you have sex with animals and you practice bestiality or you hump pillows or whatever it is. I don't care. 
I do not care. But it's because of this gay lifestyle, because that's what it is. You're not born gay. Bible says you're not, and that's what I'll go with, not scientists and experts. Because of this gay lifestyle, they're going to use this gay lifestyle to cramp, to clamp down on Christianity. I want to play a video for you right here. Again, I am not a homophobe. I could care less what you have sex with. It's the fact that you are forcing it on the world and forcing the world to embrace it or you're going to criminally charge that person. That's my problem with it. Check this out. If there's going to be a Respect for Marriage Act that passed, uh, that that bill also has to include respect for religious liberty. And that makes it more likely that, uh, if you will, a, a deal where there's a, a win for both sides is incorporated. Senator Romney, your attempts to protect religious liberty in this bill currently in the Senate are weak sauce. And let me tell you why. A constitutional right to free exercise of religion doesn't have to be defended in court to be exercised. And that's precisely what this bill does. You Attorney General from the Department of Justice or anybody who's offended can bring an organization, a religious individual, a religious for-profit organization into court where they have to defend their exercise of the First Amendment. That won't fly. What America is concerned about is suddenly realizing that those individuals who hold to a traditional belief about marriage are going to be targeted for government action and government prosecution. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's the plan. You have to understand how big this is. It's flying under the radar and nobody's really talking about it. The worst part about this is how they're going to shut down the Christian church. Now, they'll never destroy the Christian faith. I saw somebody in the chat. Can we pull up the chat real quick? I saw somebody in the chat say something that I have to address. Somebody said, do you think that the shooting at the gay nightclub was God's punishment to the gays for being gay? My answer to that is no, not in the least. God does not punish people by murdering them. God loves gay people like he loves everybody else. God condemns gay just like he condemns lying, stealing, cheating, disrespect to your parents, any of that stuff, adultery. I've said it a million times. Christians do not hate gay people and we do not target gay people. The only reason you're seeing us talk about it so much and the grooming and the, and the, uh, and the drag queen stuff is because you guys are parading it out there on Front Street for everybody to see. You're grooming the kids. You're setting a trend in our schools to destroy our kids' minds and souls. And you're literally now coming after us to embrace it or else we're going to get charged or there's going to be consequence to attack status or something else. They're always going to change the words around to make it look like you are hating them when really they hate you. They hate the church. They hate Jesus. They hate you. They hate me. They hate Eli. They hate anybody who stands up for the word of God. They hate that. So it's funny how they're talking about hate crime and phobic and phobic and hate crime. And that's exactly, that is exactly what they are to us. Amen. God hates sin, not the sinner. Remember that. Gay is not the seven sins God hates, says love. Well, there you go. Greed, gluttony, sloth, that kind of stuff. Gay is just a sin, like any other sin, like swearing, like using the Lord's name in vain. Do you hate somebody because they use GD? Do you hate Mike Crispy on the show when he says something that you don't like? Do you hate Anna Perez when she says something you don't like? Do you hate Jeremy Harrell? When he says something you don't like, no, we don't hate anybody when they say or do things we don't like. What we hate is when you weaponize stuff and come after us. That's what we hate. <laughs> Mayberry, God made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. What a, that's, a, that's an age-old saying, and I smile every time I see it. I think it's funny. G. Getz says, Jeremy, you're a treasure. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Our church won't marry if you live together. Well, there you go. And I know churches that will not let people be part of their worship group if they are living together with somebody and having sex with them and they're not married. So, go figure. By the way, check, uh, grab your uh, Jesus Calling t-shirts right now, ladies and gentlemen. A very limited amount left. And you know you guys got promo codes if you follow me on uh, my newsletter. Get your Jesus Calling shirt. And as you see right there, it says the time is 4.13 right? Philippians 4.13, with Christ, all things are possible. And get your You Can't Beat God hat and wear it this Christmas. How about that? 
All right, let's go to uh, let's go to a sponsor real quick. Let's take a quick break and let's talk about EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. This EnviroCleanse deal that's going on right now, you don't want to miss this. You do not want to miss this. This is why I'm using. I myself am using this promo code to buy two of these for Christmas. Okay, I think I've told you guys that, but I want to give you guys this uh, right now. If you go to EnviroCleanse.com, okay, um, actually, I I believe you can go to EnviroCleanse or E K Air Sale. Dot com, which is ekairsale.com. Try both. Try envirocleanse.com or ekairsale.com. Use the promo code RUMBLE. Ladies and gentlemen, you'll get 35% off of this thing right now. 35% off this week for Black Friday. Okay? This, uh, this, this is the real deal. This is the real deal. And everybody, just like Field of Greens, you start to feel and notice a difference within, within a, a day or two. Okay, this thing is the best air purifier on the market. You can wheel it around from room to room. It'll do a 1,000 square foot area. And usually, I would say run it anywhere from 8 to 12 hours a day. If you really want clean air, 8 to 12 hours a day. It gets rid of odors and everything. Go to EnviroCleanse.com. Use the promo code RUMBLE, ladies and gentlemen. And if going to EnviroCleanse.com doesn't work because I haven't bought mine yet, go to, again, just go back to this video and go to EKAirSale.com. Okay? Use the promo code RUMBLE. It's not LFA. It's the promo code RUMBLE if you want the Black Friday 35% off. Promo code RUMBLE. All right. What's that word of the day? Brief when Biden farts, nobody can brief. Buy yourself an Enviro Cleanse, says Melly7. That's incredible. All right. Let's move on. We've got a few more stories to get to. Um, things are really heating up and getting bad in Brazil. Ladies and gentlemen, and when I when I say getting bad, I'm actually praising what they're doing. I don't mean it's getting bad, like in a, in, a, in a way that they shouldn't be doing this, because this is what should have happened in America. Okay, this is exactly what should have happened in America, and maybe it still will happen here in America. But the Brazilian military, along with most of the Brazilian law enforcement, is standing with Bolsonaro, not the cheater Lulu, who's coming in. They're not standing with him. They're standing with Bolsonaro. You've got a civil war waiting to erupt. And the Brazilian military has put out their statement saying they're just waiting for Bolsonaro to give the word and to give the order. And they will arrest the corrupt communist judge. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, it is heating up. I think we've got a, um, I think I've got a video. Yeah, I do. Check this out. This is, uh, these are the, the truckers in Brazil right now. It's amazing. Hey, galera. Hoje, segunda-feira, dia 21 do 11 de 2022, Porto de Paranaguá, na frente do Aldo, lá no 44, no posto 44, tá tudo parado, e parado geral, não passa nada, aí ó. Shutting everything down. And, and well, like I said, the military there saying, just give the word. Just give the word. The second most important port in Brazil at Paranagua was completely blocked by striking truckers in an election protest named the Brazil Spring. Let's check this out. Look at that. They've got it all shut down. They're not letting it happen, ladies and gentlemen. The military there actually has... Some brass, you know what I mean? Not like here. Not like here where we're all woke with purple hair. General White Rage Millie. Ladies and gentlemen, they're not playing games down in Brazil. Not at all. Let's get into the story real quick. In a voice message published by columnist Monica uh, Bergamo, Judge Augusta Nardes of the Federal Court of Accounts allegedly was discussing a military coup with President uh, Jair Bolsonaro. In the recording, Nardes uh, says that he has a lot of information about strong movement in the army barracks. Nards allegedly said that there will be a very strong outcome in the nation, unpredictable, in a matter of hours, days, at most a week or two, maybe less. Apparently, someone forwarded the WhatsApp message from the judge to the journalist. The call was interpreted as referring to potential preparation of a military coup to prevent the inauguration of convicted communist criminal Luis Lulu da Silva as president in January. Judge Augusto Nardas has announced his, his resignation over the call. I want to tell, I want to show you some more footage here from Twitter. Check this out. Oh, yeah. 
this is what needs to happen here. Not because we were, not because we want the presidency, because the presidency absolutely belongs to us. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Great footage from um, from Brazil. And like I said, the military said, just say the word and we'll arrest this far left corrupt judge, Alexandro de Morris, and ev- we'll, we'll arrest them all right now. I absolutely love the military there. I wish they were the military here. I hope our military sees this and wakes up. And wakes up. Joey Poop Pants, who's in the thread, <laughs> said, January 6th told us what side the military were on. Amen. Amen. They did. When they turned their guns on us, when they put that uh, when they put that fence around the Capitol building and sent the military out there and the military had their guns um, on the other side of that fence, basically in case we, the people, came to our house and they were going to shoot us, it's exactly what we found. It's exactly what we found. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move from that. We're going to come back to America because we're going to go to the border, okay? The border, Brazil, foreign affairs, all this is all connected. And I got to tell you this, this is huge news. This is actually traitorous, uh, more traitor news from the Biden administration. The Biden administration is working on a way to combat Texas governor's crackdown of the southern border by working on a new illegal strategy to pre-approve the illegal aliens while they're still in Mexico and bring them in a different way. Check this out. These people are hell-bent on flooding the United States of America with illegal, immigration, illegal aliens across the southern border. The current immigration policy in the U.S. are not good enough for Obama and Biden. No, no, no. These corrupt politicians have done all they can to allow all these illegals to flood into the United States without jobs, without funding, without health care checks, without criminal backgrounds or anything to, to, to invade your county in your state. And the Center for Immigration Studies released a report on a new method of illegal immigration promoted by the Biden administration where illegals are given access to the United States while still in Mexico. Rather than having pay smugglers to cross the Rio Grande, illegal aliens are now given safe passage by the Biden administration while they're still in Mexico. I don't even know what to say about this right now. I don't even know what to say about this right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to remove these people. Period. I, I, I can't do it. Or I would. I cannot get up right now and physically go remove these people. Or I would. But there are people that can. And there, will, and there should be people that will. How? <laughs> I'll just say this. While the federal government is working on ways to destroy this country, there are many groups of people out there that are working on ways to destroy you. Take that however you want to take it. This is America, and I can say whatever the hell I want, as long as I'm not threatening you physically. And I'm not. I'm telling you right now, I am not threatening you physically. What I'm telling you is, based on history and my research, what people do, especially Americans... When you've crossed that line completely. Unfortunately, that line has not been crossed completely yet. But I will tell you this. The day we get to to do what Brazil is doing right now, there'll be no going back. I'll tell you that. There'll be no going back. And I don't want to see people in Gitmo. I want to see them hung in public in front of everybody. In front of the world. I want to see everybody that is a traitor to the United States of America, hung in public square for the world to see. That's what I want to see in my lifetime. And I know that might sound morbid, but it's called justice, and I want to see it in my lifetime. Now, speaking of the Biden administration lying, cheating, stealing, and doing everything wrong, while you suffer this Thanksgiving, barely able to even buy enough food to have a traditional American Thanksgiving... While you suffer with gas prices going back up, while you suffer with your 401k decimated, while we decide what we are going to give up and what we're not going to give up during these troubled times, 
I think you'll be happy to know the Biden administration is going to spend Thanksgiving in Nantucket at a $30 million estate while we struggle to buy a turkey dinner. There once was a man from Nantucket who sniffed little girls and boys and tried to... We'll leave it at that. Joe and Dr. Jill and the Biden clan will spend Thanksgiving in a $30 million Nantucket estate. Would you like to pull this up on the screen, folks? Would you like to see what this $30 million Nantucket estate looks like while you and I suffer? While you and I decide, are we going to get heating oil or are we going to pay the electric bill? There you go. There's where they're staying. There's where they get to stay. There's where they get to eat dinner. Guess who pays for that? You and I. And we can't even pay for our own homes. You think that's fair? Giving, the U- giving Ukraine billions of dollars of your money, you think that's fair? Look at that. LJ and it says, my 401k is gone. Everybody thought I was an idiot for telling people to invest their 401ks into gold and silver. Everybody said, just don't tell people that. Just hold it in there. It'll come back. When? When? You'll spend the next 10 years getting back what you've had in the last 10 years. You think that's cool? You think that's fun? They spend your money. These people need to be, they need to be executed legally. They need to be legally executed, period, point blank, period. That's it. What these people have done to this country by thievery, is the most ungodly, disgusting thing that I've ever seen. And they can't even, they, can't, they have no shame in their game. Legally. Oh, here's the other thing, by the way. Oh, I couldn't wait to say this. You ready for this? James Comer and the rest of the Republicans have stood on that stage now, that public stage for the last week. And what have they told you? We're investigating Joe Biden because we have evidence and proof of crimes of human trafficking. Fraud, fraud, uh, uh, conspiracy to commit fraud against the United States government, conspiracy to commit fraud against the taxpayer, conspiracy to funnel money and uh, illegally launder money through Ukraine and other sources, human trafficking, sex trafficking. Do you want to know something, ladies and gentlemen? If anybody in the world was saying that the president of the United States was guilty of this stuff and he wasn't, do you know how fast they'd have a gag order? Do you know how fast they would have a cease and desist letter? Do you know how fast they would be tried, charged and tried and convicted for lies, for spewing lies, for defaming the character of the president of the United States of America, which arguably defaming the character of the president of the United States of America is far worse than defaming the character of Jeremy Harrell. Why? For national security issues and other reasons. So do you think that if the things that they are saying in a public forum about Joe Biden and his crime family are true are false? Do you think that's the case? No. And we know they're true because the Joe Biden and the DOJ can't do absolute shift about it. They can't stop them. They can't gag them. They can't cease and desist them. They can't do anything. Why? Because it's true. If it wasn't true, then these people, these individuals, James Comer and the rest, would be silenced that quick. Think about it, people. Think about it. Everything that James Comer and the Republican Party is accusing Joe Biden and his crime-ridden, crackhead, loser family of is true. So I can sit here and say the same exact thing. You got Joe Biden, you're a pedophile. Jill Biden, you're a disgusting leech. And he was a pedophile when he was screwing you when you were his babysitter. How about that? Would you like me to keep going? Hunter Biden is a crackhead pedophile, human trafficking, sex trafficking, money laundering pile of donkey crap. Your dead son, Bo, he was probably in on it all too when he was an attorney general. Your daughter, oh, which one? The one that you took showers with, you incestuous piece of crap. What's the matter? You going to cease and desist me? Go ahead. I'll keep saying it. Put me in jail. Oh, you can't because it's true. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, before I play you this last video, we talked about Tim earlier. We're going to talk about him real quick again. For all you people that are going to be suffering because you're on Social Security and you have to have Medicare, 
Go and set up an appointment with Tim today, okay? Tim Gustafson, set up an appointment with him, with him today. Insurity, financial services. He's one of us. He's an LFA family member. He will help you. He'll save you money. He'll get you a better plan. You have until December 7th, and everybody that's on Medicare knows this. You're getting an 8.7% raise in your Social Security next year, and if you can save even two or $3,000 on your Medicare plan, that's a pretty good... It at least offset Biden's inflation a little bit. Speaking of Biden's inflation, oh, hold on. I got to tell you a quick story before you go. My mortgage went up $110 a month. Looked at my mortgage bill. I said, what the heck is this? Why are we up $100 a month? What happened? So I called my mortgage company. I said, what the heck is going on? They said, call your insurance company. It's because of them. It's because your, uh, your escrow went up. Why? Oh, you're not, you don't have enough money in your escrow. Uh, so uh, your, your, your payments to your escrow have gone up. Why? Call your insurance company. Okay, I called the insurance company. Talked to some know-nothing five-year-old, it seemed like. I said, uh, what's going on? Why is my uh, insurance raised $100 a month? Oh, because your house, is, your house was only covered for X amount of dollars if something happened to it, and now we needed to raise that. Well, how come? Oh, because the cost of building materials has gone up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the breaking of the contract agreement truck real quick. You mean to tell me that because I said this to her too, ask Eli, I was right here. I said, so because of Biden's inflation, that if my, ho- if my house burnt down and you had to rebuild it because it would cost more to build it because of inflation, that I have to pay you $1,200 more a year? Is that what you're, t- $1,300 more a year? Is that what you're telling me? Oh, yes. And you did this without asking me? Oh, yes. How's that even possible? Because it is. All right, well, Buy. I'll get a new insurance company. Have a good day. So they can just raise somebody's mortgage in a time where we can't afford to pay it anyway. All because Biden's inflation has caused it so that if they if they had to build my house again, it would cost more. Think about that. Think about what the heck is going on here. I said no. 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 Nope. Not gonna happen. Sorry. Peace. Anyway, I want to give some Michiganders some hope, okay? I know you, that you, your hope is almost all but gone in Michigan. I understand this. I understand what you guys are going through in Michigan. I feel so bad for you. I feel so sorry for the corruption that's going on in Michigan. I really do. But ladies and gentlemen, I have a friend by the name of Garrett Saldano. I have another friend by the name of um, Matt DiPerno. And what I'm about to show you with Garrett Saldano and Matt DiPerno is going to make you very, very happy as they've decided to team up, ladies and gentlemen, and, be, uh, and run for co-chair of the Michigan GOP. This is good news. Let me play the clip for you. A very big announcement to make. I know we've been teasing it a little bit so far, um, but I want you guys to take the opportunity and tell the audience listening, what is the big announcements you guys have been teasing for the last few days? Well, uh, not too long ago, I announced that I am running for a chairmanship of the Michigan Republican Party. I have a vision as to where we want to take the party. Um, We have a plan as to how we create leadership, how we put a plan in place, how we activate, mobilize, and inspire uh, the grassroots network, uh, and how we bring the grassroots to the establishment donors, and how we bring the establishment to the grassroots, how we unite under one umbrella. And I asked Garrett Soldano to run with me as co-chair of the party, and he has said he will do that. He's accepted. All right. I accepted. Yep. It goes back to the old saying, if you want to make God laugh, you tell him your plans. <laughs> and we were just in here three weeks ago talking about right. what you and I were creating <laughs> with the grassroots army to continue to keep these people inspired and motivated. And Matt gave me a call and we went out and talked about it. I'm like, well, here we go again. So yeah. I really bought into everything that he's going to be bringing to the table. And I can definitely get behind someone with that vision. So yeah, I accepted uh, to be his co-chair. It's, you know, it's nice to see people not giving up on their state that's given up on them. It's nice to see people fighting. So I want to give a big shout-out to Garrett Saldano. I want to give a big shout-out to Matt DiPerno. You guys are not giving up. You're taking the next fight, and you're taking it head-on, and you're running for chair and co-chair of the Michigan GOP. And if you're watching from Michigan, all you Michiganders out there that I met when we came out there on the Save America Freedom Tour, get behind these guys. They're real-deal guys. They're out there for the real reasons. And I'll guarantee you Garrett Saldano would have done a lot better. I'm not, gonna, I'm not shooting down Tudor Dixon at all. I'm not doing that. I'm not shooting shots. 
I'm not shots firing at Tudor Dixon, but uh, the reason they got Garrett Saldano out of there was because Garrett Saldano was the real deal, and they didn't want anything to do with the real deal in Michigan. Not you guys talking about the people in charge. Anyway, folks, that is going to do it for Live from America tonight. I'm sorry I kept you for six minutes later than I always do. I am known for always being late. It's okay. I'm running this network. I'm allowed to do that, and I know you guys don't mind either. So please, do me a favor. If you've not liked this video, please like it before we leave, okay? Rumble on your way out like you ain't never rumbled before. And then when you're done, as soon as I'm done, I want you to go back. Not to the, not to, you can go to the short clips if you want. I appreciate your rumbles on there. But go to the live shows from today. They're all marked what they were. They all have their little, their little uh, thumbnails on them. And go and give those guys a rumble too. Let's see if we can't do a plan here. Let's see if we can't strategize here. And let's see if we can't get everybody in the top, t- in the top 20. In order for that to happen, we need everybody's show to have at least at least 800 rumbles. So Anna Perez's show, Wrong Think. Uh, Mike Crispy's show. And give them a watch if you've never watched them. I'm sure you'll like them. Ladies and gentlemen, visit LFATV.us. Visit JeremyHarrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Become a monthly donor. And sign up for a Bible, a free Bible. Okay, we're sending a bunch of them out for Christmas. We'll get them all out to you as much as we can. God bless each and every one of you. I love you. There are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Have a great night, everybody. I'll see you in the morning. And remember, keep a smile on your face, keep your family close and keep spreading that gospel. Peace.